0: Early
1: Garage Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> brings you Garage Logic Podcast Number One Thousand One Hundred and Five, June 28, Twenty Three. One Hundred and Two Degrees on this day in Nineteen Thirty One. And 47 degrees on this day on two occasions, 1895 and 1924. I don't care about the kids swimming in 1924. I care about them swimming now. And I hope they're swimming on a beach kept free of weeds and algae by Aquaside Products, a White Bear Lake company. They've been keeping beaches free of, det- is it detris? Det- detritus, detritus, junk for more than 60 years and uh, the products are safe. They work quickly. And they're registered with all the authorities. And I keep getting notes from people who have used it, and they're entirely satisfied. I've used them, and I'm entirely satisfied. Call Aquaside and tell them exactly what you're dealing with. They'll help you get the right products. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. The east shore of Spoon Lake. It's garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchero. I have a uh, late-breaking information from a trustworthy mole who is copying me on a uh, copying me on a tweet by Rebecca Brannon, uh, who has discovered apparently a new Explore Minnesota ad from the Minnesota State Tourism Department that's promoting drag shows, trans kids, and gender care. I cannot find it, although I I, I see the video. It's right here, and it's a bunch of uh, trans people being very happy and. I went on the Explore Minnesota site, and there is a trans section or an LGBTQ uh, alphabet section of events and what have you, but I did not find a specific video uh, welcoming uh, children and providing gender care. Maybe it's there. All I know is that's that would not surprise me. And the only other thing I would say is we're just a hell of a long way from the hams bear, aren't we? (laughs) We're a what? long way from Paul Bunyan. We don't and, even
2: know the gender of the ham's bear.
1: No, we're a long way from Paul Bunyan and the ham's bear and
2: fishing. And, Tony Tiger. Well, he wasn't Minnesota. Tony though, was Tiger,
1: he? Matt, had nothing to do yeah, with Minnesota. I was thinking of just mascots. I don't care what you're thinking of. That was a completely erroneous.
2: Tony I w- I would somewhere uh, else. I would agree with you. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I think our mascots in Minnesota, I think they're great. Oh, <laughs> In any
1: event, Bravo. maybe that's up there. Maybe it isn't, John. You didn't find that video, did you? I
0: didn't. uh There are various articles. Uh, there's a drop down where if you click on LGBTQ, yeah, uh, other other articles come up. Perhaps one of these is a video of what you're talking about. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, well, uh, the, uh, I'm I sure
1: the know. video exists. I just don't know if it's an officially well, state-sanctioned video. I'm
3: looking at it right now.
1: Yeah, it exists. Does it say "Welcome, come- kids"?
3: No, it's a it's a video that she posted along with her tweet. Right. You did see the tweet, right? Yeah, I read it. Oh, just yeah, read it. Right. I know. I, I know, but you're acting like it's hard to find. It's right here. No, it's hard,
1: hard for, hard for to me find to find, their find their it website. officially.
3: Well, it's got the Explorer. Well, you, you know what? It could be a fake. Fun. But it does have the Explorer Minnesota logo on I'm it.
1: I'm not suggesting it's a fake. I'm just saying I couldn't routinely find it when I went to the state site.
0: I'm going to look at her. I haven't seen the actual video, so I'm going to just watch the video. It's neither and here nor
1: there. We're a long way from the ham's beer. <laughs> that's, that's what your point is. That's really all that, that. Okay. That's really all I wanted to say.
3: From you know, the, from the land, land of sky to sky, waters. To waters,
1: waters, waters, comes the beer refreshing,
3: ham's, hams the beer, the beer refreshing. refreshing. Hey, kids, hams. if you're underage, you'll hams. love the taste of <laughs> ham's beer. <laughs> come on up to minnesota.
1: Yep. And I got additional news from the same mole. Doesn't bode well for the city of Minneapolis. Ben Krasnick, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong because it's missing a vowel. Executive Vice President of Hempel confirmed the sale, the sale Tuesday. He didn't disclose the price. The LaSalle business Plaza has been sold. LaSalle Plaza? Yeah, in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, It showed the firm paid $46 million. uh, That's well below the previous sale and the building's taxable market value. This is from uh, Minnesota Business Journal or Twin Cities Business Journal. Uh, It's a nice building. It's not far from the Minneapolis The property's previous owner was the teacher's retirement system of the state of Illinois. They had purchased the property in 2011, forget this, $155 Oh, not a good Ooh. investment. It has Ooh. a market value of $76.4 according to Hennepin County records. And what the mole wishes us to understand, and I think we do, is that this decreases the tax value of downtown. And the more you decrease the tax value of uh, downtown, its tax base the less tax revenue it generates, and it pushes more tax burden on the rest of city taxpayers. So the city can crow all it wants about having cornhole contests on the Nicollet Mall and having a pride fest, and and, uh, Taylor Swift came into town for two days of a calendar year. The real turnaround would be to recover commerce, in downtown Minneapolis, and fill office buildings. Now, that isn't entirely uh, the fault of the city of Minneapolis. Uh, Among the many earth-shattering changes the pandemic brought to America is the realization of how many people can work at home. And they don't really need to come downtown anymore in their gray flannel suit And have lunch at noon and drink four martinis and go back to the office and fall asleep. Those days are done. So I I don't know what's going to rescue the tax base of (laughs) Minneapolis. It's not going to be the cornhole tossing games. What did
3: did you say before those days are done? You can't what?
1: Well, you you don't have to come downtown anymore in your gray flannel suit and go to lunch and have more Four martinis and then right. go back to the office and fall asleep.
2: <laughs> that's what I thought pl- you said. <laughs> LaSalle's plaza vacancy was more than 30% last fall when the landlord gave the building to its lender instead of making more loan payments. Right. It lost Rock Bottom Brewery, and now their longtime anchor tenant is law firm Robbins Kaplan. Really? Yeah. Is that 8th in LaSalle or ninth? Uh, uh, it's can, where Rock Bottom Brewery was. It's over there, you can get
3: it. Um, yeah, that doesn't help me. Okay. Uh, anyway,
1: well, it's it just it's among the uh, the problems urban America faces, and unfortunately, urban America does not have the right people in place to run urban <laughs> America. They've we've elected the wrong people. It is uh, eighth. In LaSalle. You know, I thought of another aspect of the people we've elected. It may be, maybe it's fairly obvious, but I've never stated it before. The people making decisions, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, oh, the St. Paul City Council approving bike paths on Summit Avenue, for example. Yes. Or, or anything you can dream up. The people making the decisions have never contributed a nickel to make this country work. We've managed to elect people <laughs> who've never really had an oar in the water. They've never. We've elected people, uh, virtually all of whom are renters, uh, virtually all of whom. That's there are exceptions. Who don't have children, who don't have families, who don't have cars. We've elected people who contribute nothing to the pot, which they continually raid.
3: But they're activists, right. which proves they care about where they live.
1: There's no greater example of this than the St. Paul School Board. I'm sure it's true that closer you get to school boards around the country's tallest buildings. But I examined the school board last week because they just approved a $1 billion budget. And, and quite seriously, they have no business approving a $1 billion budget. They don't know what that means. They don't know what implications that has. None of them have ever worked. Uh, One of them is that foul creature who fomented a fake racial disturbance at a Japanese restaurant. Chantille Allen, who's never worked. They're all activists. And this is who the voters voted for. Well, I, I don't know that the voters will ever get turned around because with each passing year the constituency for electing these types of people continues to grow. And so you have, you have minding your purse people who've never contributed a nickel to it. Right. Uh, metaphorically speaking. Uh, I suppose they have to pay sales tax or whatever, obviously. But in the larger scheme of things... They've never produced, created, hired, fired, met payrolls. They've never done anything except be activists. And so they're the ones that now, and it's true in Minneapolis. They're the, well, we can go right to Minneapolis. Uh, Maybe before I uh, get too deep into this, though, Rook, I should tell you about something I wanted to tell you about yesterday. And I set it aside and saved it for today. And that's my friends at Mueller Memorial Uh, for cremations and funerals. I recommend Mueller Memorial because I've known the family all my life. I know Scott Mueller very well, the current, uh, current head of the operation at Mueller Memorial, and they take a very tough time in your life and they smooth it out. They lessen... The frightening aspects of this, and they help you celebrate a life well lived. They've been doing this for more than seventy-five years. I knew Al Mueller, Scott's dad. I've known them. I worked at Mueller Mortuary when I was in, uh, like a freshman in college. I've I've had enough. Aff- okay, mortician. Guy. You did? Yeah. yeah. Why, you worry? I saw why all, well, are we, well, we I just a hearing about? Why are we hearing about this crew? now? I was grounds crew. Grass were you, oh, you were a yeah. shovel guy. I was right. a shovel guy. You're digging okay. the ditches. Uh, all right. right. The worm the worm was, but but I the wandered into the ditched. wrong room occasionally, <laughs> oh, you yeah? know, and then quickly hightailed it out of there. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, no, I've known the people all my life. They're great people. They will create a celebration for you that will ease your tensions and your anxieties. Uh, go to Mueller Memorial dot com, they're going to explain everything you need to know, and once you know it, it's far less fraught with anxiety and fright. Let Mueller take care of you. He's a pro. They've been doing this for many, many years, and they're very good at it. muellermemorial dot com.
4: K&L Surplus & Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? K&L Surplus & Ammo has one of the biggest selections of surplus and European calibers in the region, including 75 Swiss, 65 Swede, 765 Argentine, M1, Garand, 30-06, 8mm, and Mauser, KNL has a huge selection of non-corrosive ammo for vintage weapons. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Mention GL and receive a 10% discount. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to klgunstore.com. That's klgunstore.com. Next bump. Okay, so am I. Let's hear it.
3: <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three,
2: boom. We're gonna ease into it, boys. <laughs> two times this in guy a row. Wears many hats. Just two nine times doors. in a
3: row. Joe Suchure. Did you hear the theme music? How it started about five seconds in, Such? Yeah.
2: I- I've got the um, I've got the spinners going today. <laughs> Tell me something entertain me Kenny cuz I'm high strung today. You, you certainly really are. are. You are wound up the and enthusiastic. I really Kenny. like this Matthew. Let's pass it over to Kenny to see what he's talking about this afternoon. <laughs> Rich,
3: our buddy Rich at uh, MGLS Maple Grove Lock and say if he's still going with this sale on Liberty Safes like always. Click over to
1: <laughs> Your voice reminds me of
3: something.
1: Jesus, what? it just <laughs> the music just cut off cut like cut it hit off. a brick wall.
3: Uh, go ahead joe just keep
1: it under it just keep it under. it's not that long it's not that long why do why does every basketball player beginning in high school (laughs) white black red blue green why do they all have nasal problems
3: is it nasal? Because I feel it in my every, throat. Every
1: every basketball player has a nasal problem. I
3: don't uh, think my problem is nasal. I think it's right. It's in my throat. You
1: got problems, all right.
2: I don't think it's nasal. It's like that it's coaches. Nasal? Coaches have a specific. They got
1: a nasal speaker. Problem. Yeah. Is it all that indoor air in the gym? It must be sniffing jocks. I
2: guess Kenny's doing a spot. I I think. I think he's doing Maple Grove Lock and Safe, Whoa, and you know right now. they keep your valuables tight. They keep them locked
3: up. I was blowing my nose. I have clear nasal passages. It's in my throat, I take
1: it every serious question. Does every safe they sell, is it fireproof?
3: (laughs) You turn your microphone off now, okay? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com is the website. Link up to that. And then you'll be able to link up to the Liberty website where you'll find Joe's question. question, Where you'll find Joe's question is absolutely ridiculous. You'll also find (laughs) orders, online orders, 10% off. But you need to get over to Maple Grove Lock and save 6901 East Fish Lake 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 Road. Meet and greet Rich. He's the owner, the proprietor. Have him school you on the progressive savings that's going on right now. The more you spend, the more you save. That's in the form of instant and mail in rebates. That starts right around you spend a thousand ninety nine, save a hundred bucks. The savings keep going up from there. The Liberty safe, fireproof. Made in the United States are, by a... Why? Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. A safe yeah, yeah, that protects answer. your valuables from yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah. Liberty Safe is the number one safe in the country for doing that. Made right here in the United States. And when you go into Maple Grove Lock and Safe, ask our guy, Rich, about delivery and setup. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com.
1: So we were discussing a problem that I don't know how to turn around, and that is the realization that the people we elect... Uh, uh, are in charge of the big pot of money. And A, they don't know anything about money because they've never really earned any or have never done anything. and But suddenly they're the ones in charge of the money. They're all activists. Well, uh, by extension then, they in turn probably hire people who also haven't done anything. Uh, you have uh, creeping back into the news this failed Black Expo that mm-hmm. took place last winter or months ago at the Minneapolis Convention Center and it turned out to be an utter failure. It was expected to draw 20,000 people as a celebration of local Black culture and commerce and as a city-led initiative in the post-George Floyd era. But it, it, they just couldn't pull it off. It It got maybe 3,700 attendees who registered? Even fewer showed up, and it turns out the woman in charge of this—Who uh, the hell is the woman in charge? Taisha.
3: Of this? We're going with Green. Taisha, Taisha Green. Green. Yeah. Uh,
1: and she was uh, help me uh, staff. I believe she was hired uh, in some capacity for one of the meaningless job titles.
0: Yeah, she was director of racial equity
1: and belonging. Okay, that's that's meaningless. There is no such thing as racial equity and And God knows, I think she came from a different state where she also had a job whose title could not be measured for anything uh, regarding achievement. So she comes to town and apparently either dreamed this up herself or was given this task. let's have a Let's have a black cultural celebration. By the way, I think the more you focus on that as being separate from everybody else the more damage you do. Why not just, you know, why not just have black businesses and that that's just a fact of Let's life. Let's go. Right.
3: This uh, expo though, this whole thing was her idea because she had done the same thing. Um you were asking where Burlington, Vermont. That's
2: right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And, and she had she, made big promises as to how many people were going to come in.
1: Well, and the, and the gist of it is uh, about half the money spent, what two hundred grand of taxpayer money? Uh, no, two hundred and thirty grand of, of taxpayer money went to book a local vendors, Minnesota mm. vendors, yep.
3: mm-hmm.
1: and two hundred and sixty nine thousand five hundred dollars of taxpayer money again, that pot of money that people control without having any idea what to do about money, that went to vendors outside the state. Mm -hmm. The the, the presumption being that the state would have anticipated that every bit of taxpayer money would have went to local people, and it did not, and this woman has been hard-pressed to explain herself, in fact, can't. I believe she's no longer in that, Made up job. She was
0: she, asked to resign and resigned. Yeah,
3: and then calls the um, the atmosphere toxic and racist. Also,
1: well, what isn't? I mean, that, what else is she going to say? That, that they have nothing to fall back on except those kinds of bromides that are meaningless. Yeah, she What's... she alleged a toxic and racist culture at City Hall. Well, why? You were hired by black people. You were approved by black people. You. Uh, You were supposed to be the, uh, you were supposed to be the city's department, head of the city's Department of Racial Equity, Inclusion, and Belonging. But absolute. you know, when anyone with any brains at all would see that title would say, I don't want that job. That job doesn't mean
3: anything. Now, the expo
1: was her brainchild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they did some forensic auditing and said, well, this was just dreadful
3: speaking how you're talking about people with no responsibility or experience with money the auditor hired a firm baker tilly right baker tilly charged $175,000
2: i mean there's good work yeah
3: yeah uh, they interviewed 13 current and former city's employees and see she's she's
1: what she's doing is obfuscating the real questions by her sudden uh, allegations of toxicity and racism and unfairness, when the real questions are, what the hell happened, lady? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just screw this up so much. Uh, the actual cost was $681,000 of your money, taxpayers. That's well above the four hundred fifty grand that Green stated publicly weeks before the event. Uh and that's un- it's unclear for estimate included more than 100 grand in costs for the convention center a charge the city pays itself the payments came from the city's general fund that means you taxpayer mm-hmm. despite publicly released plans to use federal funds from the American Rescue Plan Act that's still you taxpayer uh, the report said city officials backed off on the American Rescue Plan because they weren't sure the costs were eligible. Oh,
3: Why did that stop you? Well, uh, don't forget, she also claimed that the Bush Foundation was going to step in with a mill. They never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, who? Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> so, uh, I don't need to dwell on this.
1: It's it's well, Unfortunately, this is all too common.
3: The only question I had after reading this is, how come we're not pressing charges? How come we're not going after her? How come we're not trying to hold her responsible for her evil doing? Again,
2: Cause she's if, a protected class. But again, if you're late on your tax payment... Oh, or, man, you will be 10 minutes so, late.
3: Right. Do you suppose she's now in Mitchell, South Dakota, fomenting the same scam? I mean, is she just traveling around the country doing this? Could be. What? There's no
1: allegations that she pocketed any money so I'll, I'll leave that alone i don't think she as far as we know there's no allegations that she stuffed 200 grand into her purse
0: the story in the star tribunal did indicate that uh, she a lot of the out-of-state money mm-hmm. went to another woman who ran 14 i think different businesses oh. and it's somebody that she knew which oh. you know it sounds a little fishy to me i'm no you know I'm not You're a no forensic
1: accountant, are you?
0: No, or, or a police officer or right. anything like that, but yeah. it sounds a
4: little
1: fishy. The, the, huh? the larger point is you have people in place running the cities closest to the tallest buildings. Those cities are uniformly failing. We have elected people who have no fiduciary responsibility whatsoever. have probably never taken in the failed academy a financial or accounting course. Suddenly, they're handed billions of dollars, and they'll screw it up every time. And in this case, they hired some moron who come in here, didn't know what the hell she was doing, and blew 681 I, grand of yeah, taxpayer I, money.
3: I think you're being a little um, light on her. I think, uh, actually, she did have evil intentions. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, one of the companies goes by an alias. Whenever you use an alias, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: The uh, city of Burlington I'm seeing, as I try to find out what she's doing now, has also announced that they
1: are going to audit her. They announced that in late well, March. Maybe she is stuffing it in her pockets. I don't know.
3: It's coming back around somehow. It they is. just haven't figured it out Follow yet. the money.
1: But but unfortunately, sadly, regrettably, this isn't unusual. The people handling your money have no sense of how to handle your money. They have no respect for your money. They've never worked hard. They've never contributed a nickel.
3: That or they're knowingly doing evil.
2: Okay, who did
3: think food fraud?
2: Yep. Who sat on the city councils um, in the seventies, in the uh, in the eighties? Who who would be a likely candidate? I'm trying. I can't remember anybody on your, the same. Your city. point being what? Has that, uh, they've, they were probably people that had a job. Yes. And ran for council uh, for whatever reason.
1: Well, just for the hell of it, do you have time to go on a computer? Yeah. Look up uh, St. Paul City Council members in 1985, and you should find that. And I, and if you say their names, I'll probably have a familiarity with them. Okay. And, and I can guarantee you right now, Uh, that their backgrounds would not have been activism. Not to mention in 1985, the St. Paul Pioneer Press would have had a bureau, a minimum of six people in City Hall, watching these people like hawks. The mayor in 1985, I'm going to guess, was Jim Scheibel. He couldn't get away with what Melvin Carter's getting away with in terms of this rampant hiring of people with no discernible uh, skills or uh, job titles that can be measured for achievement or competence.
2: Okay, I can't get that specific yet, so give me some more time here. All right.
1: Uh, See, I want to tell you about the the town council is going to take over Target Field. Yeah, did you see that? Yes. Friday, July 21st. We're giving away tickets to the town, only town council members. You get f- two tickets to the ball game. It will all be there. Friday, July 21st, they're playing the White Sox.
2: Uh, they're going to go fast, though.
1: Okay, I'm reading the deal here. Where do you go to get the tickets?
2: Well, first of all, first and foremost, you need to be a uh, Garage Logic uh, Town Council member. Tickets right. are on a first come, first serve basis, and will go quickly. Reserve your two free tickets at GarageLogic.com. Right. Go there, and you'll see the Town Council Target Field takeover it'll and be it a button to click on
3: active right. as of noon today Yeah, it's, it's active
1: doing. right now yeah and yeah. we're all going i don't know if kenny's coming down but i am
3: actually all yeah. right
1: we're all going to be there and uh it's uh, it's the town council target field takeover
3: a we friday night to, game uh, july 21st we need to talk about how the um how management plans to shuttle us Back and forth from Target Field. <laughs> that,
1: I, uh, I, I concur. Uh, I I ain't taking light rail.
3: Maybe Shay or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll take Shay. I ain't taking light rail. Say, uh, well, as long as I'm promoting, I want to mention our friend Stephen C, the piano player. Yep. Tomorrow mm-hmm. night, I think he's at the Commodore, and mm-hmm. those are great evenings. Celebrating one year on the Hill, piano concert at the Commodore. Yep. June 29th, 7 o'clock uh, at the Commodore. What a night for you and your gal. Yeah, go to Eventbrite and find out uh, if there's any tickets left for Stephen C. at the Commodore, Love on the Hill, one-year celebration tomorrow night. And if you haven't heard Stephen C. play the piano, you're in for a, you're in for a real treat. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we take a time out? But first I want to tell you, that I don't have a garage guy anymore. I got the whole outfit. I got the whole company, a Minnesota family that owns Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They uh, service the metro in western Wisconsin. I've met them. Uh, They are really, really good people, and they are, in fact, GLers, and it's Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They'll take care of everything, including if you need a new door to spice up your curb appeal, if your place is for sale, uh, any kind of door you want, they install. They do everything, the tune-ups, pairing your uh, garage door opener to your phone, which I could not possibly do on my own. And they take care of the springs and rollers because here's what the deal is. You don't want to come out in the dead of summer or in the dead of winter and have to lift that thing by yourself uh, because it conked out on you. They'll, you know what they prevent? Conk outs. Conk outs? They prevent the conk outs. You're out. reading copyright now. You want, no,
4: I'm oh, making that okay. up. They You're prevent ad-libbing. conk outs.
1: Great ad lib. <laughs> uh, they're a Minnesota family-owned business. Let them know that you appreciate a GL family-owned business. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. They're available on weekends. They don't charge more on weekends. They're available 24-7. They fix garage doors correctly the first time. PrecisionDoorMN.com
2: Suchi Boy, thanks for turning it over to me because when you talk about doing it yourself I've got another thing where you should not do it yourself and that is working on your furnace or working on your air conditioner Right now is the time to get in touch with Welter Heating and Air Conditioning Over 100 years of experience, four generations Really, do I need to say anything more than that? Uh, Welter's been giving me a a carte blanche to talk about whatever I want to talk about because they understand that sometimes, you know, the furnace uh, or the uh, air conditioning system might not be the most exciting thing in the world. But I'd like to thank the Welter family for allowing me also to promote during their ads my own charity, secondstork.org, which can always use help. You know, they're very family oriented at uh, Welter and they want you, uh, you know what, call them and if you have a question and they can give you the minimal answer or they can give you the maximum answer if you want to know everything, they'll do that. Better yet, go online to welterheating.com and look at their Q&A. They can provide answers to you free of charge that you might need to know. So welterheating.com, but you can schedule an appointment if you hear some clicking or you're not really sure about closing down that furnace for the year or picking up the air conditioner, which already should be up and running. Six one two. 825 6867 612 825 6867. I'd like to thank the Welter family for their patronage on Garage Logic.
5: GLers, you know this. It's officially mosquito season, so if you're tired of getting eaten up in your yard, call my friends at Mosquito Shield. Owned and operated by a couple of GLers, it's Ray and Mike, the father and son team that own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities and their territories all over the place. But 169 and 35W all the way to the St. Croix, north to Forest Lake and down to Lakeville. Getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks, that's their expertise. They are not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. They focus on the mosquitoes and ticks only. And they have that proprietary blend of mosquito shield you cannot buy this on the shelf it was invented by the founder. It's used exclusively by the company. I tell you what, they're going to take great care of you and your yard. They come out every 10 to 17 days for an application and they do so until they go dormant around the end of September or October. And they also stand behind their work. If for any reason that you're going to need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. And that's because they want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and ticks. So find them online, Moshield.com, That's M O Shield. and just put in your zip code, and you're going to find them. Or give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL, and you are going to get $50 off your service. You
3: cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere.
1: Here's John Height.
3: John, your mute is on.
1: John, you turned your mic. He off. wanted to listen yeah. to his kid. Well,
0: I'm that. looking for this story, and oh you know, God, you guys are. Uh, yeah.
3: Oh, snow goer has snow goer has it, and I believe Channel Nine also I, has I it. it. I got it. All right.
0: Okay. Okay. Air quality alerts in effect until 11.59 tonight. MPC upgraded a portion of an earlier alert later Tuesday to reflect that the air quality in much of eastern Minnesota, including most of the Twin Cities, is considered unhealthy for everyone. Uh, the alert includes the entire southern portion of the state from, uh, let's see, just south of Ortonville on the South Dakota border all the way to the Wisconsin border. Additionally, the alert covers the entire eastern part of Minnesota. Uh, all of this... Yes. Go ahead.
3: I've got something funny when you're done for this story.
0: Okay. Uh, well, uh, most of that is being caused by uh, the Canadian wildfires, as we know, and pilots from Dauntless Air, which is based in Appleton here in Minnesota, have been flying aerial water tanker missions to help knock down the Canadian wildfires in recent weeks. As of today, uh, as of yesterday, excuse me, there are 66 active wild land fires across Ontario. The planes being used are Fireboss air tankers. They can carry up to 800 gallons of water. The amphibious planes are designed by a company in South St. Paul and used to battle wildland fires. They swoop in to refill their tanks with water in lakes or rivers then can work together to dump the water on the fire, flying for several hour
3: stretches at a time. They used those things with helicopters during the riots. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it was.
1: They're having a hell of a time putting out their fires, I'll tell you that.
3: My thing today was, did you see the Star Tribune? Um, Experts weighing in on how to keep kids safe during these alerts, right? I didn't (laughs) read it. Yeah, neither did I, but the picture on the jump is what caught my attention, and that's why I pulled it uh, the alerts are issued through uh, Thursday. The picture is showing one, two, three, four, five children frolicking in the water, a pond or a lake somewhere. Uh, and it said uh, Eden Kleberg Center was among gardens to table campers cooling off in Worth Lake on Tuesday A red alert day for air quality. So the (laughs) The story is all about keeping kids safe. The kids they show are
2: having the time (laughs) of their lives swimming in Theo Worth But are are they swimming or are they dodging chunks of soot? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are splashing. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they yeah.
0: Uh, A little more info on that story. Joe talked about earlier an independent analysis of Minneapolis's inaugural I Am My Ancestor's Wildest Dreams Expo, including a review of about 300,000 documents and emails revealed nearly half of the talent and services hired for the event with a self-proclaimed goal of celebrating the black-lived experience in Minneapolis came in from out of state that raised questions about the relationship between the former head of the department responsible for carrying out the event and a Georgia company hired to curate, manage and execute it. Out-of-state vendors accounted for the largest expense to the city out of the $682,000 in expenditures. Almost $270,000 went to Out of state, according to the report prepared by Chicago based public accounting and consulting firm Baker Tilly. Baker Tilly Global Forensics Partner Tim Vonsina presented the findings from a phase one of its audit to the audit committee yesterday. The relationship between Taisha Green, the former head of the city's racial equity, inclusion, and belonging department, and Casey Ellerby. The owner of Georgia based company Touched Apparel as which was contracted to manage the event, was the big thing talked about. Green and Ellerby did not respond to requests for comment. The findings were the results of phase one of a multi phase audit, according to Von Cena. Uh, according to the audit, the companies owned by Ellerby, and there were several, uh, were paid most of the money, including one company which went by a different name but still
1: owned by Ellerby. That's like when Ed. the Vikings had the love boat. They got all the hookers from Atlanta. Yeah. What was wrong with our hookers?
6: Right. I was offended. All that money
1: went to Atlanta
3: hookers. <laughs> Didn't you see our hookers in the movie Fargo?
2: Uh, I did, uh, I don't remember. Are yeah, you betcha? Let's just go upstairs.
3: Yeah, it's kind of funny looking.
0: <laughs> the 2023 Minnesota State Fair, just a couple of months away now, and the fair's employment center is now open for the summer.
3: <laughs> okay, stop. I have a yes. question. This is more important than your story, Joe. Okay. Right now on Facebook Marketplace, there's a really old from the 60s. I believe it's a Chevrolet State Fair maintenance truck. Ooh. It's green. It's got heavy patina. Oh. You can still see the logo. Yeah. It's affordable. Wow. Should I or should not? Yes. I? Yes,
1: you should. Yes. <laughs> I know, but where is it? Is it local? It, it's
3: over in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll I'll get it. I'll pass it along to you. Pass it on to me. Although I can never open Facebook because I don't have an account.
3: That shouldn't prevent you. That well, shouldn't prevent please, you from please, seeing the marketplace Please, ads.
1: please send that to me.
3: All right. We'll oh, find
1: Jesus. <laughs>
3: All right, John, I'm sorry for interrupting. That's all right. The
0: fair now needs to fill about 1,700 uh, positions. However, State Fair spokesperson Maria Hayden said more than half of those employees come back every year. There are a variety of positions available. Custodians, barn attendants, gate admissions, uh, ticket sellers, and ticket takers. You need no experience, but you do have to be 16, and you will go through a background check. Fair shifts range from 6 to 12 hours for the 12 days. And employees, of course, get free admission. Hayden says the pay depends on the position. However, minimum wage is 11 bucks an hour. Hayden noted food and merchandise vendors typically hire their own employees. Applicants interested in fairtime employment are invited to visit the employment center between now and the beginning of the fair. Job seekers are encouraged to register online prior to coming to the employment center. The employment center is located across the street from the fairgrounds at 1640 como Avenue,
1: and I've got six shows to fill and have no staff to do any
2: of the work. Mm. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
3: um, it kind of, yeah. It's actually, according to this, in Rush City, Joe. Mm. Three thousand three thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars, and it runs. Uh it's a custom twenty, it's a three-quarter ton truck, forty-seven thousand original miles, starts, runs, moves, needs a gas tank and brake work, was past Minnesota State Ferret truck. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, here's the kind of story you love, Kenny. I'm, I'm gonna throw this one out there for you. Minnesota State Patrol Trooper is being recognized for helping to reunite a young fawn with its mother. <laughs> <laughs> Video of Trooper Molly McClure rescuing a trapped deer last month along I-94 near Avon, just northwest of St. Cloud, has gone viral. McClure was on I-94 when she saw a female deer pacing along a fence line, and she could hear a vocal young fawn. Now, well, it turns out the little one was stuck in the fencing. McClure wiggled the fawn free and reunited it with its mother. Trooper McClure freed the fawn from the fence. The young deer was reunited, and the trooper is getting a lot of online praise for her quick... And decisive action in helping hey. to save
3: You probably think I'm more cynical yeah. than um, I really am. I think that's a great story, and I would have done the same thing. I know most hunters, most people would. Well, good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. Uh, here's I another have
0: story. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, first you have to leave the metro area.
0: <laughs> here's another story you might be interested in, Kenny. Yamaha. Did I say that right?
1: It's Yamaha-can. Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha. Try to Motor say it without company. laughing. He sees. Yamaha.
0: Can't Yamaha Motor Company has announced it plans to withdraw from the snowmobile segment by 2025. The 2024 model year will be the final for available production in the European market while North America's final production will be the 2025 model year. Over the past 55 years, Yamaha developed snowmobiles for sports, <laughs> leisure, and business use as a means of transportation, mostly,
1: of course, uh, in North America.
3: Yamaha. Europe. It's like saying "yah." You have to say "yah." Yah. Why yeah. are they
1: are they a big yeah. player in the snowmobile yeah. industry? Yamaha.
3: Boy, they have. Been, they were. They used to be until they decided to jump in with both feet into the four-stroke world and not look back. And all the purists went to Ski-Doo. Arctic Cat and Polaris. (laughs) (laughs) Is it preferable
1: to have a two-stroke?
3: It it is in mountain riding. and uh, You know, if you're just going to sit on the trail, the four-stroke's fine. If you're going to do any kind of riding beyond the trail, it's really nice to have that instant two-stroke power and the light. uh, They're lighter weight. The four-strokes are heavy. Heavy.
0: The company does say uh, if you have a Yamaha, it'll ensure parts.
3: Yah, John, yah. Yeah, I know. I know Joe at this point.
0: <laughs> Yamaha will ensure parts, availability, service, and related customer satisfaction now and after the snowmobiles final production run. Occurs. They've been so you'll be able
3: to get parts. They've been made by Arctic Cat for the last few years. Or the Yamaha doesn't even make Yamaha snowmobiles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting.
0: All right, well, on that note, why don't we take a short break and send it right back to
3: Kenny Olson. You know who sells Yamahas? <laughs> they sell who? <laughs> and they don't care how you prono- pronounce it. Moon Motorsports. No, I
1: hope you go in there and say, do you got any Yamahas? And they say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. yeah, they will probably. <laughs>
3: Yeah, cause you want to ride it on the frozen crick. Yeah. Uh, Moon Motorsports, they're, they're, nobody in there is crusty like old man Suchere. Uh, they have an amazing selection of all of our favorite off-road machines, be it summer or winter, but they also sell scooters. Yes, scooters in all sizes, whether it's for fun, uh, blasting around the lake on the weekend or for a different kind of commuting to work experience or, just for you, maybe your college kid uh, at camp on campus. Moon has the right scooter for you. Moon carries all the best scooter brands like Honda, BMW, and Yamaha. Check out their entire scooter selection online, moonmotorsports.com. And for you adventure riders out there, Moon now offering a free set of side cases with the purchase of a new Triumph Tiger 1200 adventure bike. Moon carries an excellent selection of the latest and greatest from Triumph. A great line up there. Uh, actually, they carry the latest and greatest of 11 brands at Moon Motorsports. They're just off 94, 25 minutes west of the Twin Cities. And on the web, moonmotorsports.com.
6: This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns, and while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are are seen in returns. Yep, that is more common than you would like to think in the investment business. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is minutes.
4: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold, investment consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments advice all comments and opinions are josh arnold's and do not constitute investment advice
1: patrick Roycey is a paid endorser
2: it's the end of the world as we know it and he feels fine joe Souchere, on the contrary the world is fantastic and in the next year a year from now i'm gonna be leading a cruise to croatia it's the Croatian yacht adventure with Escape with Us vacation. Join me from Garage Logic and some other Garage Logicians in Croatia. The experience of a lifetime cruising in a luxury boat. It's the Adriatic King, an 18 cabin motor yacht, private yacht that features the perfect blend of simple luxury and spacious comfort. Croatia, sun soaked. Uh, the coast is going to be fantastic, but. You need to go to escapewithusvacations.com right now. Look at what you're going to be uh, sleeping in. Look at the prices and look exactly what's included in all of those prices. The list is endless. It's way too long to list here. If you want to live with me for a week, Ooh. In a different country? I know, so it's, it's going to be a little tough. I it that way. I snore. I'm just letting you guys know. <laughs> I snore. The whole boat's going to be rocking, but check it out online. Teresa and Maria have done a great job of putting this together, and they are experts because they have already done this a couple of years ago. This ship is fantastic, and Croatia will be beautiful, but you got to sign up because spots are going fast. Look at escapewithusvacations.com. That's Escape with Us Make your reservation today. And boy, I can't wait. We're going to have a fantastic time. If you want to call them, dial 651 788 4338. 651 788 4338. And let them know that you heard it on Garage Logic. Johnny.
0: Thank uh, you, Rook. One other local story. I uh, didn't see it until we took a break there. It uh, comes from the Star Tribune, and I think uh, GLers would find this interesting. Uh, Minneapolis' red, white, and boom celebrations coming back this year on the riverbank. There's a slight difference, though. Uh, this year, it, it'll be a 25-minute laser show.
4: Laser. <laughs> show.
0: Laser. Laser. Yes. No fireworks? No fireworks. No, no fireworks. The uh, annual fireworks put on by the Parks and Rec Board in Minneapolis used to draw 70,000 attendees to the wow. Mississippi River near Water Power Park. However, uh, it hasn't been hosted since 2019 because of COVID and then uh, some other issues in 2021 and 2022. This year, they decided to return it to a big central event for the whole city. It considered a variety of options, including traditional fireworks show. But at a March meeting, the board's commissioners, Annie Olson, director of visitor services, said a fireworks show might saddle the board with a deficit of four to ten thousand dollars. all?
1: stop, stop, stop! Four he to ten to grand, and they just peed away, <laughs> damn near a million for this fake cultural expo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what a bunch of
3: BS! It's like buying a pack of cigarettes. Holy mackerel! <laughs> ten grand. Jeez. <laughs> At but, you know, meeting, I suppose
1: we're supposed to be happy that she's minding the store.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: God almighty. Commissioner Becky Alpert at the original meeting said, and and I think nobody will find this as clever as she did. To me, it sounds pretty much like taking money and literally lighting it on fire. Get it? Yeah, I think I do. That no,
3: is no, high hilarious. No, I mean, that is a knee slapper. That's what the city does. They so take yeah.
0: money and they light it on fire. You can see it. I just like this because I get to do this laser show. <laughs> laser. The <out of>
2: fireworks. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. What about a drone show? Have you guys ever seen the drone shows no, at night? No. They're not, they're never have. No, Is that the one really. they just
2: did at Boston uh, at Fenway?
3: They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah I read, saw a video of that. They launch a couple thousand of them up there and they put on a little thing, you know.
2: they play music or make you, noise or
3: something. You smoke a big fat Bob Marley, it's got to be pretty cool. <laughs> In other
0: news, the Supreme Court yesterday rejecting a legal theory that would have radically reshaped how federal elections are conducted by giving state legislatures largely unchecked power to set rules for federal elections. The vote was 6-3 to with Chief Justice John Roberts writing the majority opinion. The Constitution, he said, does not exempt state legislatures from the ordinary constraints imposed by state law. The case originally brought by members of the Republican Party in North Carolina. The ruling soundly dismissed the theory, one that an unusually diverse array of lawyers, judges and scholars across the ideological spectrum viewed as extreme and dangerous. Adopting the theory they warned could have profound consequences for nearly every aspect of federal elections.
2: John Roberts is not our uh, Supreme Court play, is he? Which one is that? The the one that's going on all the boats with T-Pain? Olito. Olito, okay, yeah. And Clarence. (laughs) Clarence is having a good time, too.
0: The killing of a teenager by the police set off a night of riots in suburbs around the French capital as authorities mobilized thousands of officers to head off further unrest. A police officer shot and killed the teen on Tuesday morning during a traffic stop in Nanterre, a suburb west of Paris, according to authorities. Later in the day, a video of the shooting taken by a witness began circulating. It shows two officers standing next to a stopped car, one pointing his handgun into the driver's side window. The car starts to pull away and the officer fires. The officer has been detained and french prosecutors have opened two investigations into the killing american consumer confidence jumped in june to its highest level in 18 months as a strong labor market continued to buoy the u.s economy the conference board reported that its consumer confidence index rose to 109.7 in june from 102.5 in may the highest reading since january of 2022 the board said that consumers' fears of a recession declined in June, with 69.3% of respondents saying a recession is somewhat or, or very likely in the next 12 months, down from 732 in May. Speaking of drugs, well, I wasn't speaking of drugs. That's right, I had a story there that was drugs, but let's do this anyway. It's a cocaine comeback. There are more people than ever using cocaine, and production is at an all-time high, according to new reports. A recently published World Drug Report 2023 from the U.N. found that there were 22 million people who used cocaine in 2021, up from 21 million the previous year. The report said the world is currently experiencing a prolonged surge in both supply and demand of cocaine, which is now being felt across the globe. The report noted that cocaine seizures have outpaced production. That's the good news, with... 2026 tons being seized in 2021 while the total amount of cocaine available for consumers still a bit lower than in the mid-2000s traffickers are increasingly smuggling cocaine base by dissolving it into plastic and charcoal ob- objects because it's much easier to
2: detect hmm? right uh, uh, so are we becoming uh, we're becoming the mecca
0: uh, no, that's a world that was. Oh, okay, thing.
3: okay. A world, yeah. Wait, what? What do they
2: do? How do they get it in?
0: They, uh, the. Let's see. Let me go back to that. Uh, traffickers are increasingly smuggling cocaine base by dissolving it into plastic and charcoal objects because it's much harder to detect than setting up more super labs in Europe where they extract the cocaine base out of the materials and turn it into a powder.
3: Huh. Hmm. Seems like it'd be a lot easier just to not do drugs. Yeah, I think it so. it mm, be a lot easier.
2: Wow, that is a limb that it's you a, Sequoia.
3: Super easy. <laughs> yeah, just right. and like Nancy said, just say no. Yeah, not today.
0: Ryan Seacrest has now made it official. He's been named the next host of Wheel of Fortune, succeeding Pat Sajak in 2024. It's a swift decision by Sony executives made just two weeks after Sajak announced he'd step down next year. Uh, Vanna White, Sajak's longtime Wheel of Fortune co-host, is under contract for another year and is in negotiations to continue (laughs) with the show, said a person with
3: knowledge of the talk. Is he the one, is he doing uh, Regis uh, Philbin's old gig? Yeah, he, he was. Quit. Yeah, he quit. He did. Yeah. He, he seems to be readily available to do anything. And uh, doesn't is, this, uh, it, this kind of shows in my opinion that CBS has no imagination whatsoever. Right? But he is.
0: you know what, though? no matter what you think of the shows he hosts, he's really good at it. He seriously. is. He's
3: really, really good at is it. Is he going to save this failing franchise?
0: Is
3: it failing? know I, I, I well, that's right? just my opinion. I can't watch it. It's for idiots. Oh, seriously, sorry. only Oops. if you if you just solve the puzzle <laughs> on Wheel of Fortune, congratulations, you're a dumbass. I, I mean, seriously.
2: I play it with my wife every night. Right? That let's, does let's not go. surprise me.
3: Does not get surprise the me. Come
2: on, six thirty. 30 all
3: the smart people watch Family Feud? With our guy, Steve Harvey. Do
2: you know that Whoopi Goldberg was <laughs> lobbying hard to get this job? I ooh, wonder if she's a little upset ooh. that she didn't get it. I don't like uh, game shows. Wheel of Fortune's you're, not that you're, bad.
1: You're weird, John. I know sorry. I am, John, I, I but I don't like, like
2: game shows. No, I like normal people make a whole bunch of money. That's fun.
3: Wheel of Fortune is for people that got that changed their D- to a D- plus in high school. That's who Wheel of Fortune is for. <laughs> I've always been a big Jeopardy fan myself.
2: Jeopardy's That's good, my too. Favorite. Price is right. Can make you depressed. Joker's Wild. Bring back the Joker's Wild and card sharks. You, de- you don't need wow, card any kind card of. Charts, yes. You don't need any
3: kind of intelligence to do that. By the way, how long are we going to get away with this stupid conversation? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Steve Harvey and Family Feud. That's the show to watch.
2: I don't watch family uh, affairs shows. What about Family Affair?
1: <laughs> I'm not giving up on this damn city council. <laughs> Is that what doing? I, yeah. He's looking wow. at 85. I just won't give up. I, I can't find you, it. Twenty minutes. You You've been raining. Yeah. It, it's I'm raining it. Definitely, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely 85. 85. I, think I think Kenny
0: and I already tried that. and It didn't work. So shoot. <laughs> In Massachusetts, <laughs> instead of game shows, let's talk turkey. A pair of. Pesky turkeys bit an 80-year-old woman in Cambridge, Massachusetts. She had to flee through traffic to escape them. This was Jeanette Atkinson. Uh, Atkinson was walking down Spark Street in Cambridge when she spotted the turkeys. They came from behind a car and stood on either side of her. They kept walking with her till she thought, "I better do something," and swung her pocketbook at them.
3: Oh,
0: uh-huh. You're right, Kitty. That shooed them off for a minute, but they kept coming back. She said she kept shooing them away. Well, they at one point finally had enough. She kept walking, and then she said there was a very sharp pain in her thigh. One of the turkeys had sunken its beak into her leg. The wound was deep and bleeding. Fearing the birds had more packing to do, she bolted across the street. Fortunately, the turkeys did not follow. Atkinson wound up needing a tetanus shot. Later, the 80-year-old posted about her her adventure on social media and she said that's the first time she's ever gone to social media to post anything.
3: Wasn't There was also a story going on a couple of days ago about a uh, mailman or a postal local, worker local, yeah, local being, postman. A, being attacked. Yeah, they, it'll happen. The uh, turkeys and the geese, if the geese have the babies, they're, they're not your friend.
0: Geese are annoying, I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: they are. Skyrats, I saw one guy refer to them as skyrats <laughs> on uh, Twitter.
1: Well, John, thank you.
0: Really? Sure. I was just looking up the Minnesota, but I can't find it. But, yeah, I did see that story, too. The
1: postman got attacked.
3: Joe, I have a list of mayors. Oh, the list of mayors
1: is easy to find. Why we're not having city council members is beyond me.
3: You should be readily able to find the list of Minneapolis or St. Paul city council members from 1975.
1: Yes, I agree. No matter what. I've tried a variety of searches. I pride myself on being able to find these things.
3: Uh-huh. And I let's, have failed. Let's predict which GLR is gonna come through for us tomorrow. Kelsey. Gonna, Kelsey.
1: Kelsey or Jordy. Oh, you well, know what would
3: work. David. Now nah, David's too busy doing real life yeah. stuff to do that.
0: I won't what, be here tomorrow, but if I found out when the election was, say in nineteen seventy four or whatever yeah. year it was yeah i could go to newspapers.com and see who got elected i could go to the star tribune
1: for that case. why well, couldn't
3: you do that right now
1: is the election always the first tuesday in november
3: i don't know yeah yeah okay well find the years? first for-
1: tuesday in november for 1985 Oh, 85. I thought you said 75. Okay, do 75. I don't care. We're trying to well, prove they weren't no, activists. I think we want
2: 85 because uh, there's still people that before, that's before activists started to filtrate into. But
3: just so we're clear here, nobody on the staff is accusing you of lying. Well, so
1: I didn't say you were.
3: So why are you trying to win this debate with yourself?
6: I'm, 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 I'm trying to demonstrate it to myself. <laughs>
0: Before I uh, do this, let me ask a question. Yeah, uh, is there an election every year for city I, I council? I don't know. Well, you guys are know. very helpful. I don't
1: know. And one
0: more oh,
3: question: Is it Yamaha or Yamaha? Yamaha.
1: It's Yamaha.
3: Yamaha. I've I've
1: lost that battle. It's <laughs> Yamaha. All right. You know well, they November, had an election yeah. uh, in eighty five. Hey, you can get em. first
2: Tuesday. I'm I'm, a, I'm a check. Yeah, November sixth. First Tuesday in November. Okay. Well, uh, let me tell you something about that. It has nothing to do with the government. And that's Minnesota Masonic Charities. Good. They don't have any ties where they have stipulations for any money that they give out from the government as far as uh, you need to do this, you need to do that. No, these guys get together in a room and they say, listen, let's give away some money. Scholarships, yep. Young and old, who cares? They want you to visit their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. And what you'll find there is a scholarship button when you can learn how to get yourself the 2023 criteria requirements for next year. Yes, they have a wonderful program. And there's a really cool video that I'm going to post very soon on the website. Uh, from a selfless scholar recipient, Tyler Smith from Chanhassen High School. He's a three sport athlete at Chanhassen who was nominated by one of his classmates because of the support and help he gives his neighbor with special needs. I'll try to get it on the Garage Logic site here, but it's a YouTube thing. It will show you what they do and there is what the recipients get. And just it's the selflessness that they want to promote. That's why they're here on Garage Logic. So go to mnmasoniccharities.org and I'll keep you posted. I think this just came out today, so give me a Day or two to get that up there, but you will find out the good that they do. Call them if you have questions or want to nominate someone, 952 948 6200. But the best way to do it is mnmasoniccharities.org and click on
5: scholarships. Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. Serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive. Membership: Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. Here's a
4: man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life.
3: Joe Suchere. Uh,
2: did we hear this one already? A couple days ago, yeah, it ran.
3: Uh, I thought we heard it probably 20 minutes ago, didn't we?
2: I think it jumped over the one that I was supposed to play.
3: Anyway, uh, yeah. GK Mags, they've been kicking it with the GL podcast for uh, almost the entire run, one of our earliest partners. Uh, and it wasn't a sales guy making a blind call. It was actually me saying, hey go up and talk to these guys, DK Mags. I've been in there recently, ordered a firearm and it was such a pleasant experience. And that's why they've been here the whole time because I love going into DK Mags. They've been on Old 8 and New Brighton since 99. We're talking a very experienced, friendly staff these aren't pompous jerks that are going to look down your nose or snicker at you if you're a first-timer. Good selection, fair prices, both in-store and on the website, dkmags.com. And they can help you find that firearm or accessory that you might have had some difficulty finding elsewhere. That's what they did for me. Uh, they're also a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms, whether it's a single unit you got from grandma or uh, maybe something you don't want, or maybe it's an entire estate. Doesn't matter. Call them up. You know what else they can do? They can store your firearms, either long term or over the weekend. It doesn't matter. If you need to get the firearm out of the, out of your place of residence, um, call them up. They can help you out. Monticello pawn and gun, also a part of the DK Mags family. Uh, and not only do they deal in firearms, they deal with everything else. Can you imagine going into a store, picking up a Glock and a skill saw? How cool is that? You Find that at Monticello Pawn and Gun, DK Mags, Old Eight New Brighton on the web, dkmags.com.
1: Yesterday we learned that the Council on American Islamic Relations is trying to manufacture a lawsuit out of whole cloth, uh, presuming to act on behalf of the five young women who were killed by Derek Thompson. And uh, these, in this case, they're re- they're they're acting despicably and disingenuously. Uh, even suggesting let's have an outside agency investigate this accident. We want to know why a video was leaked. We want to know uh, what role the police had. They had no role. And yesterday we read the letter from the police association uh, gritting their teeth as they wrote it, saying this this uh, horrible. Death of these five gals was exclusively the fault and responsibility of Derek Thompson, a career criminal who was arrested for criminal vehicular homicide, drugs, and gun charges. Today, we learn that the Minnesota Department of Public Safety has turned down calls for an outside probe of the crash. Uh, Maybe Walls is saying, you guys turn it down so I don't have to. Uh the women we we know about that uh, families of the young women and the Council on American Islamic Relations, Minnesota has called for an independent review of the circumstances. The circumstances were this moron plowed into these five women and killed them uh, and uh, they want an oil. Well, what was it they they're just fishing, they're fishing, and we need them to fail at their fishing. It's horrific what they're doing. They wanted Governor Walls, or they, well, they want Walls to appoint a special investigator independent of the Minnesota State Patrol and other law enforcement agencies to look into whether there was a police pursuit. There wasn't! You greedy creeps! Well, they want to know how traffic camera video of the crash made it onto social media. What does that have to do with the crash?
3: Nothing. That's an interesting question, but nothing.
1: And they want to know, did the state follow proper procedures in reinstating the driver's license of the suspect? Yes, they did. Because the creeps you keep electing are so progressive, they want everybody to have a license.
3: Uh, You know who should take out a lawsuit against somebody? Sue Thompson. The trooper that had to respond to that and face that and saw instantly, right away that there were four, if not five, deaths. Right away.
2: Yeah, you don't forget that right away. In
1: a written response, Minnesota Public Safety Commissioner Bob Jacobson made it clear that he did not believe an independent probe was needed or would be undertaken in connection with the crash itself. So shut the hell up! Jacobson reiterated that his agency has been in full compliance with the investigation into the crash and that Thompson was not being pursued by the state trooper. The criminal complaint by Hennepin County prosecutors answers many of the questions that community members have raised about this incident, he said, noting that the U.S. Attorney's Office also reviewed the full incident before filing federal charges against Thompson. You want justice? You're getting it. In the letter, the commissioner wrote that he's extended an offer to the families to meet with them and privately show them state patrol squad video. He could play them the audio, too, from the calls.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh...
1: I just find what they're doing is just just absolutely outrageous. and i I think I think common sense, so far, common sense is prevailing. This was from NPR, by the way. I did not see a follow up in either the St. Paul or Minneapolis Papers today. This is an NPR follow-up dated. Uh, actually, it was dated yesterday at eleven fourteen a.m. Uh, but uh, so far, you've got uh, the police <coughs> federation and the state department of public safety saying, "What the hell are you talking about? Uh, you're not. We're not opening up a probe. There's no need to. We know exactly what happened. And why don't you blame him? Why don't you turn your attention on him? He's the son of the failed legislator John Thompson." The guy's a career criminal. Or why don't you sue the state of California for letting this crackpot out early?
3: There's where you want to start. Has the dad released a statement? No.
1: What's there to say? This is cut and dried.
3: Yeah. He's not going to come out and blame the police, is he?
1: He doesn't dare. There's nothing to blame the police for.
3: That's his M.O., well, it is his
1: M.O., you're right, but there's um, there's nothing to blame the police for. You had an extremely bad guy commit this horrendous act.
3: I discovered something yesterday, and I don't know why it hasn't been discussed because I haven't read or heard anything about it, but when we were playing the audio um, yesterday, I, I discovered that um, uh, one of the troopers said shot fired, and dispatch responded and then nothing more was said about that don't know anything about it and i went back and listened and um sure enough uh, one of the troopers said shots fired shots fired um and then um the dispatch acknowledged that and then later a couple of minutes later uh, asked about if anybody was hit or anybody was hurt and then that's the last we hear about it so i don't know if that was the kid shooting or you know that neighborhood right right yeah, um, whether it was maybe a fireworks or a shot fired elsewhere but close by.
1: Well, as the equally despicable Thompson was fleeing, maybe he turned around and fired.
3: Well, that's what I'm wondering. And why hasn't, if in fact that did happen, why hasn't that been discussed?
1: Hey, care, uh, drugs, guns, violence, uh, 95 miles an hour, that isn't enough for you to figure out what the hell happened? Get off the stage. This wasn't a money opportunity for you.
3: And just to make it clear, you're not talking to Care Eleven. You're talking to I'm talking to
1: C A I R. Thank you, Council of American Islamic Relations. Yep. And I I uh, I hope they're being uh, educated as to their uh, their presumptuous here, uh, presumptuous behavior. It's pathetic, absolutely pathetic almost as pathetic as the janitor who cut power
2: (laughs) what this is
1: amazing
3: 20-year experiment
1: and see kelsey thinks this is the future of employment in america (laughs) a janitor working at a private research university in troy new york destroyed 25 years of scientific research oh no after cutting power to a super cold storage freezer Because of annoying alarm, (laughs) according to the university's lawsuit. Uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute filed a lawsuit against Daigle Cleaning Services after one of its custodial workers allegedly, allegedly switched off power to a freezer containing cell cultures, samples, and other items. As a result... The research items stored and preserved at 112 degrees below Fahrenheit were destroyed when temperatures inside the freezer raised to minus 25.6 degrees in September of 2020. The complaint claimed that the janitor turned off the circuit breaker supplying power to the freezer after becoming annoyed about an incessantly beeping alarm, despite a sign on the freezer's door detailing how to mute the alarm. The sign stated: "This freezer is beeping as it is under repair. Please do not move or unplug it. No, re-clean, no cleaning required in this area. You can press, uh, you can press something. Uh, Reset. You can press <laughs> a button, uh, which I don't have on my printer. You can press a button, and it'll go away in the janitor... I, I'm. Not, I i do not want to listen to that. You're like, oh, so I throw I the switch. He throw the switch.
3: I have a very impolitic question.
1: Uh-uh. Well, I'm ready for it.
3: Do we have the janitor's name? Maybe that would answer no, my question. No, we the
1: cleaning services name. Uh,
3: do you suppose the janitor could <clears throat> read English?
1: Uh that's a very interesting question.
3: That's yeah, uh, impolitic.
2: I think if you you uh, might I, get me fired. If you're at your high research facilities, you, you want to have your janitorial your custodial crew uh, be able to read English. I had an
1: impolitic think- moment this morning.
3: Go ahead. Uh-oh.
1: A knock on the door. Uh-oh. And it was a guy with a helmet on. I said, who are you with? He said, XL. I said, oh, yeah. What do you need? He said, well, we got a report back in April. It was coded as a line down. But we just... Uh, we just saw the code now. They were coding them wrong, and and uh, April, April, April during the heavy snowstorm. Remember, yeah, we yeah. lost power for three days. Yeah. So they got this the guy said, "Yeah, the code uh, they're coding it wrong. We we just got all mixed up, and we're out here now to see if there's a down wire." And I said, "Well, go on, check it out. There was no down wire." And he came back and he said, "Yeah, that coding is all screwed up." And I said, "Can they speak English?" I guess that was impolitic. Oh. Right? oh, to wonder if the, oh the people See, taking these calls and reports can speak english i
3: was wondering sure they
1: can i'm i'm not being that untoward
3: i was wondering if the guy who had a helmet on also had a drool bucket on
1: no no a young kid and, uh,
2: and can I use your bathroom? He was dealing with. you uh, <laughs> got a downstairs one? I don't want to use. I got one, one on deck. I don't want to use uh, one uh, <laughs> to the kitchen. It's either that <laughs> or the rose yeah, bushes. I, mean, I mean, it's, it's no. going to happen
3: either way. But I,
1: don't I don't know why know. why your minds had to go in that direction. I, cause yeah. I thought
2: he was. I thought you meant he was going to come in and scam. Like, uh, where's your bedroom? No, I no, know No, where the no, is. no, no, <laughs> no.
1: He was all worried about coding. Uh, he was okay. caught up in a bureaucratic kerfuffle. The codes, were, uh, the codes were mixed up. <laughs> well, plus whatever it was in April has long since been taken care of. Yeah.
3: She's gone. That reminds me of a story of uh, my trip to Williston, South Dakota or North Dakota North to get Dakota. a uh, yeah. get a transmission for a 61 Studebaker hawk. Um <laughs> I'm just south of Williston, starting the drive home, and there, there's a construction <laughs> zone ahead where a guy is holding a stop sign. Nobody's there. Nobody's behind me. It's just nothing but flat plain. I roll up to the guy. He walks up to my window. I roll the window down, and without any kind of greeting whatsoever, he says to me, I really have to take an ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I just rolled. I thought you was going <laughs> to say you can go on now. I just rolled the window back up. I mean, what
1: you do you should have given him, Mister Chair? Uh, what do you say to that? <laughs> you should have let him borrow Mister Chair. I
3: don't think I had Mister Chair. All I had, I was in a Jeep Wagoneer with a tranny in the back. Yeah. Whoa. A oh. Transmission. Thank you, it is. <laughs> Gotta be careful in these days. <laughs> which I, I was so tired I ended up pulling into a rest area and sleeping next to the tranny in the back of the cheap wagon here. <laughs> wow.
1: Can we take a timeout? Good story, huh? Yeah, that's a hell of a story. Do you, uh, uh, you want the You've told us five council members? Yes, uh, John, we'll I found it. You I you did? did? You can do it right do now, like, it? John. Uh, right now? Yeah. You can do it right now? Yeah. Sure. Uh which I'll city? Uh, Minneapolis. Okay, I might not be as familiar with them, but I'll take a shot at it.
0: The election was November 5, 1985, uh, 38 years ago. I will tell you before we start at this election, there were 11 DFLers, two independents, and zero Republicans. All right.
1: Nice election.
0: Uh, Carol Johnson was elected. I I don't remember a few of these people. Uh, Sandra Hillary was elected. She defeated Joe Beernot. Remember Joe? Yeah. Uh, he was elected later.
1: Why do we remember uh, Sandra Hillary? I, I know these names, okay. but not well enough to know what their backgrounds were.
0: Yeah. I yeah, had gone to the
1: me. St. Paul paper by then.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I can look those up during the break, maybe. Uh, yeah. Walt Dietzick, of course, we know. I know Walt. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kathy O'Brien. Don't know her.
1: Alice Rainville. Knew, knew of Alice. Yeah. Yeah. Van White. Yeah, he. I, I think he might have been an activist. Brian Coyle. Oh, yeah.
0: That's the only one I recognize yeah, so yeah. far. In the seventh ward, somebody we all know and love, knew mm-hmm. and loved. Babs? Barbara Carlson. Yeah, yep. Barbara, Barbara Carlson. Carlson. Yeah.
1: Well, she was uh, nuts.
0: In the eighth ward, future mayor, Sharon Sales Belton. I love Sharon. Oh, yeah. 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 Sharon got 81% of the vote in this election.
1: I think Did how normal she was stoke. compared to today.
3: That Third Avenue Art Bridge over 94 is named for her. Yeah. That's her deal.
0: Uh Tony Scallion. Scallon. Scallon, I guess. Tony Scallon. I remember that name. Uh Joan Nimich. I don't know. N-I-E-M-I-E-C. I don't
1: N-I-E-M-I-E-C.
3: Nope.
0: And uh, let's see, we have Dennis Schulstead.
3: Yep. 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 Remember him. And yep.
0: And you'll remember uh, Steve Kramer, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, th- this was his first election. His first okay. time
3: Steve is still part of the downtown council, is he yeah, not? I right. think so. Yes. Yeah. John,
1: see if you can find Saint Paul just for fun. Sandra, Sandra and Hillary will come back
3: shortly. She yes? was the one that
1: had the gambling problem. Oh. Okay. She has passed on from this uh, veil of tears. All right. We'll, uh, we'll return and maybe have the same Paul members.
3: Before we do that, I want to yellers, if you're thinking about any kind of construction um, gig, job plan, uh, whatever project at all, Aim High Construction, they can do a dandy job on all things related to uh, construction. I don't care if you're building an outhouse in the backyard or a brand new house. Uh, they do it all, both residential and commercial. Chris, the owner, his crew is 100% committed to our satisfaction. And by do it all, uh, outside, roofing, siding, decks, interiors, kitchens, bathrooms, basement, flooring, you, you name it. Um, countertops, concrete. Uh, oh, how about a new garage? They'll tear down that old POS, slap up a new one, too sweet. And you'll love it. They do amazing work. Get in touch with Chris. Aim High Construction MN.com. Do it today so you can get on the list and get a bid for uh, for your project. When you go with Aim High Construction, you're going with the very best. Again, the website, listen closely. Aim High Construction MN.com. Mm-hmm.
5: If you're getting good and tired like I did of the big banks, well then I'm here to let you know about North American Banking Company. It's Reavers, by the way, here in the GL Podcast Studios. I made the switch. You should too. North American Banking Company offers the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they're also locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Bank company deals with numbers every day, but you are never one of them. And their experienced bankers are ready to help business owners navigate all of the challenges and obstacles that come with owning a business. When North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Where you know your banker, and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, well, that has not. So here's the deal. Go online. North American Banking Company's website is Nabankco.com NabankCO.com North American Banking Company member FDIC and equal housing lender.
4: Oh. oh, oh, oh. Truth, justice, and the suture.
1: Anything, Johnny? I have not found it
0: yet. Uh, there's no uh, St. Paul paper in here, unfortunately. Oh, but then I never thought, mind. Well, I thought the Star Tribune would have St. Paul results, but you I'm not so. finding any. Only, enough,
1: only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lymans on this day in 1818.
2: Rook. Yep. 1818. We're January or June 28th. <laughs>
1: Congress extended the area of Michigan Territory, bringing present-day Minnesota under its domain. The boundary persisted until the creation of the Wisconsin Territory in 1836.
2: Huh. (laughs) You don't say. 1836.
1: On this day in 1849. Uh, June 28th. Amherst Willoughby began stagecoach service between St. Paul and St. Anthony. Hmm. Love that name. Amherst Willoughby. Yeah. It'd be a good name for a band, wouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it would, actually. (laughs) On this day in 1862... St. Paul Mayor John Prince joined the crowd on the first train trip from the capital to Minneapolis. This railroad, the St. Paul and Pacific, would eventually become part of the Great Northern Rail- Railway. Okay. And finally, on this day in 1880... Well, this would be 28th of June. Dr. H.S. Tanner of Minneapolis began a 40-day fast in New York in an effort to prove his theory that neither the human stomach nor food is required in order to sustain life. Mm-hmm. He resided in a room in Clarendon Hall that had been carefully searched for any morsel. Dropping 50 pounds and shrinking two inches, he made it to the end, breaking his fast on a meal of milk and watermelon. Dr. Tanner moved to California and died in 1919. The next day. (laughs) Who <laughs> died in nineteen nineteen at the age of eighty seven. Huh. So this moron thought you could live without a stomach. Yeah. And he went on to That's weird. demonstrate it and it didn't work out for him very Dedication, well. Dedication,
2: but it doesn't really do anything. That doesn't, it doesn't do, do it. anything
1: for me. Thank you very much, GLS. Yes, John. I I have St. Paul. Okay, let's go. I didn't mean to
0: interrupt you at the end of the show there. Uh, Mayor George Latimer obviously won his sixth term with 84% of the vote. Uh, Three incumbents were easily reelected. Bill Wilson.
1: Yeah, he was. uh, I knew Bill. Okay. He wasn't a professional activist.
0: Jim Scheibel.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. They're he starting became, to filter in he there. Yeah. yeah, Vic Tedesco. Vic Tedesco was the accordion playing East Sider who yeah. uh, Came from the had, private uh, had a
0: real job. Yep, nice. No. Yes. Uh, Ward Three incumbent John Drew was John there. Drew had a real job. Yep, Ward Four incumbent Kiki Sonnen.
1: Oh, Kiki oh, yeah. uh was goofier than a bed bug. <laughs> uh but a delightful character she wasn't by today's standard she'd be a rock-ribbed republican
0: uh ward five karen retman i can't remember karen, karen Racken. retman Racken.
1: yeah
0: uh she was the city's housing information director well then she was a this. professional yeah.
1: public servant perhaps ward six chris nicosia yeah chris nicosia okay uh i can't recall all right that's it that's thank all. you very much thank yes. you g ellers
2: nice pregnant pause while I promote pod MN on your smartphone smart to do we've got a library to choose from as you well know pod MN on your smartphone also don't forget about our um, wonderful YouTube page which you can subscribe to once you subscribe you get access to so many different videos that will entertain you and make you laugh and make you think all that kind of stuff garage logic town council super smart to sign it for that 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year you get a $10 Fratelloni's Hardware and Guard store gift certificate when you sign up, and you get access to us and what we chit-chat about during the breaks. Sometimes it gets a little hot. And if you are a town council member, we got the town council target field takeover Friday, July 1st. Two free tickets at GarageLogic.com. If you're a town council member, tickets are on a first-come, first-served basis, and they're gonna fly out of here.